following breaking news where fire crews are on scene of a reported structure fire. This is happening in North Charleston on Ashley Phosphate Road near Moultrie Lane. Here's a live look at the scene. You can see multiple crews there on scene. We were seeing some smoke off in the distance behind that uh, those uh, law enforcement presence as well. Yeah, massive scene there. Now, dispatch is reporting the call came in around 420 this morning. We've reached out for more information. Once we learn more, we will update you both on air and online. Let's see what today's forecast has in store. We'll head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your Wednesday forecast. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. Some scattered clouds outside today. Otherwise, comfortably cool this morning, starting out in the low to mid-60s. We'll be in the 70s at lunchtime. Upper 70s, low 80s on the way for this afternoon. A mainly dry day, just a small chance of a shower. That changes. A little bit better chance of a shower late tomorrow as the storm system comes in from the ocean. It will likely bring some showers and some wind at times as we head into Friday. Friday and Saturday. Still not a guarantee, but we have increased that rain chance for both days. Does look like we'll be drier by Sunday and into Monday for Memorial Day with highs back in the 80s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Morning with continuing coverage as a massive manhunt continues in the Francis Marion National Forest for a fugitive wanted for rape, kidnapping, and murder. Hundreds of law enforcement agents with multiple different agencies are searching for this man, 34-year-old Michael Burham. This is now day four of the search after law enforcement was notified Burham was in our area. Alicia Wimberly joins us live in Berkeley County where deputies last saw Burham yesterday. Alicia, good morning. Yeah, Nick, Katie, law enforcement agencies from more than over a dozen agencies have been combing the Francis Marion National Forest since yesterday when they last saw Burham in person. Uh, Berkeley County deputies responded around 11 a.m. Tuesday after a 911 call from Hugie reported possibly seeing Burham. Sheriff Duane Lewis says that when deputies got there, they entered what he called a suspicious suspect on a bicycle. Burham gave deputies a false name and date of birth. And while deputies were looking up that information, a sergeant drove up and had Burham's wanted photograph on his phone. But before deputies could put hands on him, he took off. A taser was used, but Burham managed to get away. He also left behind a backpack he had on him, and that's how deputies were able to identify him officially. The last place he was seen was along Halfway Creek Road near Stead Creek Road in the Hugey area. Since then, hundreds of law enforcement agents with the Berkeley and Charleston County Sheriff's Office offices, FBI, State Law Enforcement Division, U.S. Marshals, DNR, North Charleston, Charleston, Somerville, and Mount Pleasant Police Departments have been looking for Burham. Michael Burham is 34 years old, 5 feet 9 inches tall, and weighs 150 pounds. He was last seen wearing blue shorts and a gray shirt. Burham is a suspect in a murder and in a sexual assault case in New York State. He's also wanted in a kidnapping investigation in North Charleston, where they met with two victims who said Burham kidnapped them in Pennsylvania and drove them to the low country. Now, Burham is still considered armed and dangerous, and you are told not to approach him. But if you do see or think you do see Burham, you're told to call 911 or 1-800-CALL-FBI. Live here in Berkeley County, Alicia Wimberly, Live 5 News. With the ongoing search, the Berkeley County School District has announced two school buses 
will not be operating this morning. Those would be bus 403 and 405 that serve Canehoy Elementary and Philip Simmons Elementary, Middle and High Schools. The district is asking parents to make other transportation arrangements for their children. If you are unable to transport your child to school, you're simply asked to call uh, their school directly. All right, let's get a look at your weather right now as we're tracking a cold front that is stalled out down to our south. We are dry, with the exception being a couple of areas in Colleton County. Farther south you are, a little bit of rain on the backside of Edisto this morning. But for most of you, we're dry and going to be dry once again today. So some scattered clouds in our southern areas, mostly clear to the north of there. Should be a nice sunrise this morning. Coming up uh, just a little over an hour, about an hour and 15 minutes from now, about 6.16 this morning. Morning. Now, as we go later today, we do expect uh, a nice day, some sunshine mixed in with some clouds and temperatures that will warm up after a very comfortable start. Most of you in the low to mid 60s right now, a little warmer to the south, a little cooler to the north and a breeze out of the north and east at about 10 miles per hour. So like the past couple of mornings, it's been really nice out there this time of the year. That humidity can start to build and start to get really warm out, uh, but not the case right now. We're looking at temperatures starting out in the low 60s will be in the low 70s at 10 o'clock lunchtime in the upper 70s. It will be a day. Enjoy the sunshine. Take advantage of it because we do have clouds in the increased temperatures today, at least 80, if not in the low 80s this afternoon. But there you go. Rain gathering and headed our way as we get ready to head into our Memorial Day weekend. We'll have a lot more on that coming up in just a few minutes. Let's take a look at your traffic right now and do want to give you a first alert. If you are headed out on Ashley Phosphate Road, we just got word from the North Charleston Police Department department that uh, the uh, section of Ashley Phosphate at Pepper Ridge Road has been shut down and is expected to be closed for a couple of hours that just came in moments ago. So just wanted to give you the first alert on that. Outside of that, uh, we're looking okay. If you're headed out on 526, it's a live view of the Don Holt Bridge. Once again, we'll have more information on that issue out on Ashley Phosphate Road coming up shortly. The city of Charleston has released plans for services honoring police chief Luther Reynolds, who died Monday night after his battle with cancer. This Sunday, May 28th, from 3 to 6 p.m., there will be a public visitation at McAllister Smith Funeral and Cremation off Bees Ferry Road. Then on Tuesday, May 30, there will be a celebration of life from 11 to 2 at the Seacoast Christian Community Church on Long Point Road. Reynolds served as the Charleston police chief for five years. South Carolina's proposed six-week abortion ban is closer to becoming law. State legislators sent the bill to the governor's desk to be signed into law after the measure cleared the Senate yesterday in a 27-19 to 19 vote. The legislation would ban most abortions after cardiac activity is detected. That's usually around six weeks and often before many women even know they're pregnant. It remains to be seen whether the measure would survive a court challenge once signed into law. South Carolina passed a similar six-week abortion ban back in 2021, but the state Supreme Court struck it down earlier this year. The state house is set to launch a new committee focused on high school sports in South Carolina. The new high school athletics ad hoc committee will host its first meeting today. This house committee will focus on hearing from the public about the current status of high school sports and how governance can be improved to better meet the needs of students and their families. The committee says one concern some have expressed is related to the South Carolina High School League allegedly putting desires of parents ahead of student athletes. Though the first meeting is set for today, the committee is not set to hear public testimony.
Governor Henry McMaster's office is responding to recent backlash over comments he made at the South Carolina GOP convention over the weekend. During the convention, McMaster said, I look forward to the day the Democrats are so rare we have to hunt them with dogs. After the backlash, a spokesperson for McMaster says Governor McMaster has been making this joke at GOP conventions for years. And every day, South Carolinians understand that it's a joke. Following the comments, the Charleston County Democratic Party is asking the governor to apologize for a statement. The Anderson County Democratic Party is calling for the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division to investigate. MUSC is looking to offer a helping hand to a hospital in West Africa. MUSC will be donating medical equipment and supplies to Mercy Hospital in Sierra Leone in one of the poorest areas of the world. Today, employees and volunteers are set to load a 40-foot shipping container to send across the world. It'll be loaded with operating room lights, surgical equipment, water purifiers, defibrillators, and more. Mercy Hospital has only 50 beds and two operating rooms. Uh, it serves around 10,000 patients a year with a focus on maternal and infant care and nutrition. The hospital only has one doctor and currently uses lights from phones during surgeries. MUSC is also looking to add a new addition to the campus. The Medical University wants to begin a project to replace their College of Health and Professions building. Talks about the project began before September of last year. The proposed new building would be close to the corner of President and B Street in downtown Charleston, just across the street from MUSC's psychiatry building. Sketches of the building have already been drawn. You can see them there. It's expected to be over 89,000 square feet. The city of Charleston is holding a preliminary review meeting today to be going over those plans. Parents of college and county students say they're not happy about the proposed changes made to a new dress code policy. If passed, kids would no longer be allowed to wear jeans or hoodies in schools. Under the current dress code, students can wear jeans as long as they don't have holes or any rips in them. The amendments take out that phrasing altogether. Also, instead of hoodies, they say that only crew neck sweatshirts will be allowed. The revised dress code policy passed its first reading at last week's school board meeting. Since then, one parent sent out a survey yesterday that already has nearly 400 responses from both parents and students combined. The parent who made it says that the vast majority of responses say they are not in favor of the change. We reached out to the school board members and district, none of whom have provided a comment on why they want to change the dress code. On this date in 1935, the first Major League Baseball game played at night took place. The Cincinnati Reds beat the Philadelphia Phillies 2-1. to one. And on this date in 1962, astronaut Scott Carper became only the second American to orbit the Earth as he flew aboard Aurora 7. And here's a little trivia question for you. On this date in 1844, Samuel F.B. Morse transmitted a message as he formally opened America's very first telegraph line. That line went from Washington, D.C. to Baltimore. What was the four-word message that he sent? You made your history teachers proud if you remembered that message was, What hath God wrought? Celebrating birthdays this Wednesday, comedian Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong is 85. Singer Bob Dylan is 82. Singer Patti LaBelle is 79. Actress Priscilla Presley is 78. Singer Roseanne Cash is 68, and country singer Billy Gilman is 35. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Morning Y'all by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Wednesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.